Hello, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 4, Episode 12. I am one of your hosts, Collins. And I'm your other host, Frank. How you doing, Frank? I'm doing alright. Doing alright. Um, finally done with uh, Chinese school for for three months. Well, <laughs> well more like two months, so... Because you guys, you guys have a summer break. Yeah, we have some summer break. Nice. Yeah, so some downtime between, and uh, yeah, so got some relaxing time. <laughs> nice. You? How's everything going? Well, for me, um, I have a new purchase. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Right. Um, and just in case people don't know, our previous episode, we were talking with uh, Michael from Tamanuri Studio. And uh, I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself because that episode, on, right at that moment in time, I was working on some house stuff. And I had a bad, I think it was a, uh, an allergic reaction to something, and my voice got all choked up. So the entire episode, my voice sounds a little froggy. Yeah, I, I I think people just like got sick. Yeah, maybe it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was an allergic reaction. It wasn't that bad, but, honestly. So it's fine. But after listening to Michael and all the passion that he did, he talk about what he does. Um, I ended up getting one of his pens. All right. So I think you already shared this on Instagram. Maybe I should link that later. But yeah, uh, which one is it exactly? It is uh, one of his, uh, it is, he says it's part of his Nashiji series. Uh, it has like um, f special flakes in it mm -hmm. that are more concentrated near the tip, both end of the tips. Okay. And yeah. Which color? Jeez. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> I think it looks good. Um, you know what? Let me ask. Hey, what color do you think this is? Golden orange. I would have said, like, dark gold. My wife says they're go it's gold orange. Gold orange. As a, as, a, as a colorblind person, it's hard for me to be sure what exactly I'm seeing. Yeah, I think it's, like, sunset orange. Eh, yeah. Something like that. It's not, like, a bright gold. It's not, like, yellow gold. No, I think after uh, you cover with Ushi, typically the, the gold foil is a little bit darker. So, mm -hmm. But yeah, this being my first Rushi pen, um, it's really nice. So how do you like it? Like the layering, the color, like how, how, how is it to have one in your hand right now? Uh, I, can, I can say it is not affecting me allergically at all, <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> After two discussions of it being a potential problem for people, it is not a problem for me, number one. Well, you know, this is kind of funny because I actually ran into someone at, uh, at, at the school that she mm -hmm. is very allergic to mango. Yes. And deathly allergic to poison ivy. Which all of those plants are relatives of the Which Urushi plant. Which will probably translate to very bad reaction on Urushi pens, too. So you should not let her borrow your pens. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm um, to keep that in mind. Yeah. But yeah, like the way that the light plays off the surface is really nice. 
um the the it is interesting to me that um like it doesn't scratch as easily as just regular acrylic or plastic which is nice yeah i think was it michael that says it it's much harder than plastic yeah he actually yeah. Give, gives a little uh a little card that talks about how to care for it um you just wipe it uh with cloth don't soak it in water do not leave it out do not leave it out for uv light because it will deteriorate the dirushi yeah yeah uv i kind of east through or separate the layering and stuff so yeah that's really cool all right yeah so the reason why i decided to go for one of michael's pens um i think after those two podcasts we did um i was thinking about it, i was like i think i think it's about time that i just took a took the plunge and just did it <laughs> to get one yeah um and then i remember uh that they were also recommended the pilot uh set of pens right right um but i was looking through those uh the nippon the nimiki nippon art collection pens mm-hmm. um and as i was looking through those they're nice but none of them really spoke to me. That is their more entry level uh yeah. Hakie pens. So yes. and I think it's more it's much more traditional Japanese drawing style. So mm-hmm. maybe not exactly for you. I it's not that I it's not that I don't like the art style. It was more like I feel felt like my first pen I wanted something a little bit more not classy but something a little less flamboyant or extravagant i wanted something a little bit more toned down okay something more simplistic basically something a little bit more simplistic i mean that's why i also wanted to check out um uh, nakaya pens which you can't buy them basically because they're sold out everywhere (laughs) or not sold out everywhere the ones i want are sold out yeah, you need to pre-order. You need to pre-order them quite a, quite for quite some time. I think yeah. maybe half a year. Mm-hmm. The painted one is about like a year and a, a year and a half out, but the normal one is probably a year, unless you want to go with a stupid uh, dorsal fin version. Then you got to wait a year and a half or two years. Which is the one I want, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly well, for the that one, one that you I gotta want. wait. That one you gotta wait. Yeah. So I mean, and since we t- spoke with Michael. Uh, I figured, you know what, let's give his collection a shot. And I was looking through and I was like, this one, this one very specifically spoke to me. And I contacted Michael and I said, uh, I was looking at the one that I'm, the one that I bought. Mm -hmm. And he said, this specific one comes with two, uh, nib grip, uh, new two grip sections. Right. And it comes with one for Bach nibs and one for Yovo nibs. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, that's that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so you can consistently swap out between the two, right? Yeah. So it's like for this one pen, I can use two different kinds of nibs. And he and I was also like, why why specifically this one? It's like, oh, some of my clients they like swapping their nibs. And so like, okay, perfect. Me. This is great. Yeah, so yeah, I saw um the interesting thing, he does two separate um shapes for the 
for the um, what's it called grip session too. So, so you can you can pretty much easily tell which kind of nib is. I mean, it's pretty easy to tell what kind of manufacturer it is yeah. as well. But I mean, I'll probably just for the just in case, I'll probably just leave either one or the other in there just so that I know. <laughs> just make sure you don't lose it. Yeah. Oh, she, she's where is it? Okay, it's here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just to make sure I don't lose it. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I ended up getting a gold nib in the Bach, and I've never tried the new uh, flex nibs from Yovo. Okay. Yeah, so I actually haven't tried it yet, but I have the uh, I got the uh, steel flex nib, uh, Yovo flex nib here. Right. Oh, so, so that one's a steel. I thought that one is just plated play the white gold but that one's a steel no one. no it's a okay. steel okay. um i didn't feel like dropping too much on two gold nibs <laughs> all at once yeah i don't, I don't want to do that but um i at least wanted to try the flex nib but i haven't tried it yet so i should probably ink that up and give it yeah, a shot yeah let but, me know how it feels but yeah i'm i'm really liking the pen how how heavy is a pen by the way not that moderate, heavy. heavier. I did not weigh it. In, compa okay, in comparison, let me to see your current Here. existing pens. Let me let me let me find my um my Pokemon pen. Let me see the weight the difference. Pokemon pen is a lot heavier. Would it be? I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Uh, well, I see. Go for it. <laughs> we'll find out. At Hawk with zipper. Oh no. Where the heck did I put my? Pokemon pen. Well, that's not good. <laughs> okay, so he didn't lose that section. He lost the actual pen. Dang it! Where did I put it? Do I have that many pens? I don't know where I put them anymore. I don't know where it is. Okay, okay let's find one. one of my. Let's that's find one Collins, of my friends. That's a Collins problem, I guess. It weighs a a little bit heavier than like say my Franklin Christoph Model sixty six. Just a little bit heavier. But granted, this is inked up and this one's not. So. No, I mean, Fernand Kristoff is uh, basically a pure acrylic pen, so it's a little yeah. bit heavier than that. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's so, about similar to an acrylic pen. It's about there. Okay, that's not too bad. And how's yeah. the balance? How do you like the balance of a pen? Wait, wait, do you even care about balance, actually? No, not really. Okay. It feels pretty balanced. It actually looks... Uh, I... I like, I can't even tell how big it is because of how blurry it is from your camera. Because I have a manual the, focus camera. Yes, I can't. I can't tell, man. <laughs> okay. Well, it's actually pretty thick. The, yeah. the actual pen and the grip section. Okay. You have to bring it over one day and you can take a look at it. Yeah, certainly. I'll, I'll, I'll take. I'll take some careful look with it, probably with a scope or something to see how this layered out and uh, how it is under the sun. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sure you want to understand because if you were to break it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could put it in there for a little bit. Don't like so, okay, leave it I have under the, there. Uh, I have the LED equivalent, the the super serious one I bought from uh, Russia. You mean you mean you have like a like a ultra high intensity UV light? No, not UV light. The the the, the ninety nine point eight CRI LED light from Russia. Okay, that one. Yeah. That got a very questionable, very questionable way of obtaining it. <laughs> From Russia? <laughs> From Russia using Bitcoin. Oh my goodness. Wait, what? Oh, I you, didn't tell wait, you that? 
No. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> Number oh. one. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was on this high CI light hunt for a while. Yes. Of course, you know this. I think. I think. A lot, a lot I think you spoke this. about this a long time ago. Yes. On a podcast that talked about how you light your uh, desks yes. and stuff. And one of the things I decided to chase down is getting a light with the highest CRI possible. Mm-hmm. So at the time of purchasing, there's only one person that does it because he does it more on a dare than anything else. Okay. Because he was bad-mouthing some of the manufacturers saying that this CRI is crap, I can do better. Blah, 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 and someone else basically tell them, hey, look, if you can do it, we'll buy it. You're so good at this, why don't you just do it and we'll buy it? Well, Lord Bill, actually did it. The only question is, he's from Russia, so a lot uh -huh. of the banking system doesn't really work. <laughs> like, this is before the, uh, the war broke out, so... Um, but even before that, apparently getting him, getting money to him was a little bit difficult. So he only accepts pay in certain methods, None of it is the conventional methods. Right. <laughs> the easiest way at the time was literally for me to... By the way, that was actually my first crypto transaction. Before that, I never even touched crypto. Here's the thing, though. You're probably a rare, a rarity that when you touched crypto, you actually use it to purchase something. <laughs> <laughs> that that alone makes you pretty rare really i think so okay most i mean me personally and most sorry every other person that i know has only ever bought crypto as an investment entity and not as a currency as a currency okay yeah yeah i actually used it as a currency <laughs> so i bought some transfer to him and had to wait two more months for him to finally ship the light to me Wow. Yeah. By the way, we are not a financial podcast and we no way condone, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, but yeah, cryptocurrencies. That's, that's, that's just how I got my LED light. And uh, I only got four of them. And there's, I think his company's still open. There's some better lights now, but um, that's all I got. And they are extremely white, but the color render is really well with it. Hmm. And well, that's, that's one safe way to take a look at stuff with UVs. Right, want to. because it, you're able to the the light bulbs are able to render more different kinds of colors and things that you're looking at. Yeah, instead of having a uh, actual sun shining, for sun you cannot replace the color of the sun. But <laughs> uh, it gets for close. Japan, there's the issue with all the UV images possible. Yeah, so. I should probably not leave this on my desk. With no, the big you windows. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, technically, <laughs> the window blocks what? Uh, ninety to eighty to ninety percent of the UV from outside. It depends on which UV in. wavelengths, right? It depends if it's a UVA no, or I UVB like that's causing. UV, yeah, overall UV. And if you have an additional acrylic or uh, lexin layer in front, it'll absorb even more. I see. If we had way more money, we can put random pieces of Urushi in a windowsill and see how it degrades. Oh, God. That would be a very expensive project. Over time. I don't want to do that. Michael, if you want to take that on, you guys you can do that. <laughs> oh, boy. Urushi degradation testing, year one. 
<laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'll bring it over. We can take a look at under your cool your cool whites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, certainly. So how is the um how's the packaging? Like is uh does it did it arrive here safely from Europe or is it very safely? Um he has a very nice it comes in a very nice uh cardboard box and then a uh a wood box. I'll show that right here if you can see it. It's a nice wooden okay. box. Um magnet closing oh, you can hear okay. the magnets closing yeah, yeah yeah i can see it yeah and then inside uh he includes a little one pen case wrap so it comes with the it comes with yes. the pen stuff okay yes it's a nice japanese styled wrap the uh kimono style wrap yeah okay very elegant i'm probably just gonna keep it here well maybe just shove your pen in that wrap for a time being until i get a pen case <laughs> yeah that blocks all the UVs. Already. Yeah. So Yeah. So actually, surprise, that was not the only pen I bought. Wait, what? <laughs> I thought I okay, did okay, what's the second I pen? I did not tell you about this. Okay, so um I have a I have a coworker uh that is now into fountain pens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she was going through all of the the things as a, a person just getting to fountain pens, like, oh, mm-hmm. the different inks, all of the shading inks, and all of the shimmer inks. And she really likes uh, the Gerbon Emerald of Shavor. Okay, yeah, that's, that's what most, what well, catch most newbies, yes. Yes. Um, and she started using him, and she really likes using the, the ink. And for me, I basically only use shimmer inks with my dip pens because i haven't really found a good pen um every time i've tried to use shimmer inks in a pen it never kind of came out the way i wanted it to okay and so i always would have to just forget it i'm just going to use a dip pen and i'll dip it and I'll make it work right okay and i recently just tried it again with one of my uh lamy all-stars I just inked it up i do what everyone says shake up the bottle suck it up it's like nope doesn't come out the way I want it. And uh, my corker Lorraine, she tells me, hey, I use a Twisby with a broad nib and it works great. It, yeah. looks, it looks amazing. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, but you're using Lamy Fine probably. No, I'm not using a Lamy Fine. <laughs> I'm using a Lamy Medium. Okay, that's not, that's not much better to be. <laughs> I'm using a Lamy Medium. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. It, okay. So I'm like, all right, fine. I I I have been on this podcast and I've poo pooed Twisby a couple times on this podcast. I'm like, a Twisby Eco is pretty cheap. I'll buy a Twisby Eco. Ah, you didn't get the Twisby Eco instead? Come on. No, I got the, a Twisby the Eco. The one. Okay. Okay. Never no. mind. No, I got a Twisby <laughs> Eco. And I actually also got it in medium. Still, I did not get a broad. I got a medium. Okay, okay. It works great. <laughs> I don't understand how... I don't understand why, but the Twisby Eco is amazing with shimmer inks. <laughs> I think it's just an ink channel built for the uh, the Lamy. It's much smaller than any other brand. That might be it. It might be it. Um, and, and I was debating about whether it was... So in that case, the Pilot 
channel is also pretty wide, isn't it? Mm, most of them are pretty wide. It just yeah. Nami is basically like a hooded nib, even though it is not. So it could you can, it could just you can, take, you, you can take okay. You can experiment with it, but it'll be irreversible. Just take a back of a razor, score the back of your Lamia a couple times, widen the main channel, and see what happens. That's possible. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just one pan. Just use a... Okay. I could, but I'm not going to do it. Okay. But uh, that's um, less... I, I, I mean, to be fair, I have my more than enough Lamies to be able to do this I know, that's why I'm suggesting it. <laughs> It's possible. Okay, maybe. Maybe I'll do that. Um, but yeah, I the think, Twisby works great. Yeah, I think it's just the size of an ink channel, so. I was wondering if it had something to do with it being a piston filler. Uh, but probably well, not. Probably not, because the uh, it works well on the Conid. It works also decently well on the... Uh, I tried it on the Pilot one as well. So maybe the only difference is a cartridge converter. I, I tried that mm -hmm. on the A two three as well, so, and that also works fine. That also works fine for shimmer inks. Yeah, so the only variable is either a, a cartridge converter, which might may limit the ink flow a little bit, mm -hmm. and the nib structure itself. Yeah. So, word of advice out there: don't use Lamy's for shimmer inks. Use a Twisby <laughs> or. How something else the, with a bigger. How's she cleaning the pen? By the way. I don't know. Okay. I can ask her. Because I remember uh, I, seeing a, a thread. Someone that does bring it up. Um, if you want to clean pan with shimmers, using a water pick at lower setting might actually work really well. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, don't don't leave it at nine or ten. But like, <laughs> move it to a much lower uh, capacity. Just shoot the opposite way where the ink comes from. It might actually dislodge shimmers quite a bit. An ultrasonic cleaner should also do that pretty well, right? Or is it yes. not directional enough? Well, not directional enough. Like if you get something stuck there, you might just rather pick it force the other way out. Oh, like literally if there's just like one thing you needed to get out. Yeah. I do have a water pick. Well, the, oh. ultrasonic cleaner just kind of break everything loose, which in some sense it also works, right? But it's not mm -hmm. very directional. Okay, so, you can mean, do both. Yeah. You can do both. <laughs> ultrasonic first and then water pick. <laughs> If there are any like stuck pieces, yeah, yeah. So after this experience, um, I am now a Twisby fan. I couldn't have said this before. <laughs> <laughs> that was the perfect chance for you to get a go, man. Uh, no, I mean I can, <laughs> I could, but I needed to set a baseline first. Like, okay, if this the worked one for that someone, everyone has right, right. Equal. If this worked for someone has. else, I have to try this first. How how much how much does a Twisby go? How how much is this pen? It's like seventeen bucks, maybe. Eighteen bucks. Eighteen bucks. Okay. Eighteen bucks. That's that's uh, in the pen world like chump change. <laughs> <laughs> it's not much. Uh, I was a chump no. change, but it's not much. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Well, welcome to the. Uh, Welcome to be reintroduced to the Twisby family. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm happy to be here. Um, I, I really do like my Twisby. It is the, uh, it'll basically be my shimmer pen for the rest of my life. It's okay. Mine, mine will be the BSB pen for the rest of my life. 
for the rest the of his BS, life. The BSB? Oh. <laughs> that pan is a dedicated 1.1 stub base day blue highlighter. How stained is the um the piston filler? Oh, everything is blue. <laughs> <laughs> There's some question about everything is blue. You know, I is clean it, is, it out, everything is blue. Is is it like a solid blue or like is it a semi-translucent blue? Try, uh, when, when it's trying to flush everything out, everything is semi-translucent blue. But like there's ink stuck in the cap, there's ink stuck around the cap, there's yeah, like everywhere ink can go is already blue, so yeah. it's a it's a blue demonstrator pen. I mean I <laughs> it's a blue demonstrator pen. Yes. Yeah, no, I so I was over at your place um a couple weeks back and I was actually finally able to see your pen cabinet. Right. The Toyoka craft cabinet. Um, sadly, I didn't get to pick out your uh, Twisby Eco that's base state blue in there. Oh no, that one's at work. Oh no one. I, I didn't use see that it. pen always at work. It's, it's literally <laughs> my cross out pen. Whenever I want to, whenever I want to cross out, I just use that pen. Because it's a permanent ink. It's a permanent ink. It, 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 it literally covers all traces on the paper. Once once it crosses, I can't see shit underneath it. You know what? Maybe maybe I want to try. I, I have not actually seen base state blue in person. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll, I'll get some for you to try it out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the uh, your cabinet is fantastic. I it, it's amazing how nice the tolerances are for the the closing flaps. Yeah, right. Like, it feels really nice. Like it, it works amazingly well, even though there's really no gears in there. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's imp so impressive that there's no um like wheels or anything like that it's just grids and stuff i like i said there's like one two maybe one milliliter differences between the uh between the top and the bottom drawer which is like i'm pretty much amazed the first time i saw it too the, one, the very bottom two drawer mm -hmm. so um it still has some vapor <laughs> smell residue that is not gone I, until i opened up the drawer i definitely smelled that when you opened it, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, what? Is, I want, let's take a look at this smell. Oh, okay, that's very strong. Yes, it is still trapped <laughs> in there because I closed the door. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it will dis uh, dissipate over time. and uh, At some point. At some point. I mean, that thing's going to probably outla outlive me, so there's that. And uh, so, oh, you're trying to smell the pen, huh? Yeah, I'm like, okay, this Arushi smell, right? Like, uh -huh. if uh, I, I know that Michael and John have talked about this, and like, oh, if there's a smell, it probably hasn't been cured long enough. I don't smell anything from this pen, so it's probably been cured for a while. Yeah, well, Michael did say he solved the issue yeah. with that, so. Yeah. I am interested to know how it smells like, but it's okay. Well, I mean, I can, I can try to put <laughs> some Arushi paint for you to smell. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> because I kind of want to repaint this in Urushi, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. What is my, it? Uh, um, this is my wrist rest. It is a wooden wrist rest. In Ebony. Oh, wow. And there's some uh, Raiden work on it already. Yeah, I see that. Which I think this is not really quote-unquote craftsman Raiden. Because everything looks to be like laser cutted, and they just kind of mm -hmm. inlay afterwards. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, looks nice. Yeah, this is uh, it's pretty nice. The only issue is just the paint they use on this. 
Mm. It is just my own hand is eating away the uh, finishes. Right. So now you, you want to protect it. This part that is smooth, and this part is rough, <laughs> and just bothers the crap out of me. I kind of want to refinish the uh, wrist rest. Okay. So you're gonna go the Urushi route potentially. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of going. We'll see how it happens. I may just go ahead and buy the um. I'm, I, I might just go ahead and buy the uh, lower aller, allergenic ones because I'm not sure how I will react to it. Right. I know, you, I know that's not the actual quote-unquote real ones. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see how it goes if I, once I look into it. Because handling an Rushi pen and uh, actually lacquering it yourself is very different. <laughs> yes. And uh, I know I am a slob at sometimes, and I know I'll probably get it everywhere unintentionally. So, better be careful with it than that. Yeah. Okay, the next one. Oh, by the way, that brought up. Uh, I think it was uh, it was not Michael. It was John's episode that he would talk mm-hmm. about the spraying Rushi. Philco mechanical keyboard brand. They sell Rushi wrist rest. Oh, mass manufacturer version spray painted with that urushi spray yes and when you see their workers the workers in a full bio suit while doing the spray because oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an irritant <laughs> yes i had a few pictures of it yeah the worker is in a full bio cover suit just cover head to toe no air gap I, I know that this is kind of a mean comment, and obviously I do not wish this to actually be true. But when you said that, I was kind of thinking you would say that, like, there's this guy holding a spray can, and he's, like, just all red and swollen. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> I really hope not. But that's, that's the immediate picture in my head when you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, on top of that, I want to share something today. Uh, this is a pretty cheap find, I would say. This is a... Actually, this is not my find. You know, mm-hmm. honestly, it's my mother's find. Surprisingly. <laughs> so, I think it was maybe two weeks ago, she kind of just went to my room after went grocery shopping and came back and said, Hey, 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 son, take a look at this. Okay, what the hell is it? And she just hit me. Let me see. Where is it? it it's a B5 notebook that looks like a kid's homework notebook back in Asia. Okay. Here. Yeah, that's a... a little bubble. It literally, it literally says plain notebook. Yes, it's a plain notebook. The mm-hmm. only thing is missing is a little line right here that I can put my name on there. In my I class. mean, there is a line there that you can put your name on there. Technically speaking, I guess yeah, yeah. You're not you're you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so this is fifty pages of B five notebook paper. Um, it feels like more or less like a seventy five GSM paper. Mm-hmm. And it works surprisingly well with fountain pens. Like, if you take a look right here. Is that very, uh, is that plain sheet lined or dot grid? I can't really tell from white, the video. Just white. It's just plain, like like drawing paper, basically. Yeah, drawing paper, no dot, no oh. lines, just pure white. Okay. It does have a little bit of a ghosting. Well, not a little bit. There's a lot of ghosting. 
Okay. That so a little bleed on through side. on the other side. Yeah. And as long as the ink is not too wet or you're purposely making it bleeding through, you'll okay, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um this one handles all the ink fine until I tried out Brian's pigment ink that has a lot okay. of uh surfactant in there and that ink just kind of that that ink just kind of sipped through the paper. Okay. But however, this is one dollar seventy five cents. <laughs> That's for, amazingly cheap. For fifty pages of fountain pen friendly notebook. So if you were maybe not planning to do like uh like crazy flex nib stuff with wet ink. Or just water washing, yeah. Yeah, if you're planning on just using this with like a fine nib for note taking, this will work. This will definitely work. I that wasn't even fine. That was my uh that one was my conid, which is a maybe I would say a broad grind. Nice. And it has to use that with a pig, with a pigment ink to actually eat through the paper. Well, so it handles everything else fine. Oh. Yeah. So if you live near Daiso, go and look up their uh, fountain their notebook session. <laughs> and oh, hey, I mean, well, how much is the uh, typical? Notebook that people recommend the red notebook. The red notebook. Yeah, it's one saw on Target. Oh, um, moleskin. No, 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 no. True red road notebook. I think. Uh, stables. It is saw at stables. Uh, I will say compared to that, it will bleed through a little bit, but that is how much money? I'm curious. Target true red. Black and red spiral notebook. There you go. Is true actually haven't heard of this one. Is true red a typical uh, like a cheaper mass market fountain pen friendly notebook? People, yeah, people just found that it is relatively fountain pen friendly. I mean, okay. it's fourteen dollars on Amazon. Uh, it's what is it? Staples six sixty nine for lined paper. Yeah. So. And I'm looking at stables right now for a uh, leather size, which is similar to B5. It's mm-hmm. $23. Yeah. And this is 70 <laughs> sheets. And if you get it from Daiso, 50 sheets, $1.75. <laughs> it's really cheap. You know, yeah. Daiso, I think we've talked about this before, but technically Daiso sells a $1.75 fountain pen. Yes, they do. I never tried it myself. <laughs> Maybe I should to, to see like the cheapest fountain combo. We should. Actually, yeah, we, should, we 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 should. It's it's literally right across my house. I should probably go get some. We pay. You'd pay more for taxes to eat dinner than than the cost of that pen and notebook. Just ink. I'm not sure they sell yeah. ink or not. Oh, Maybe they do. I mean, no, they do. They sell they sell cartridges. They sell ink cartridges. Oh yeah, there we go. Beginner <laughs> beginner kid at Taizo. For like four fifty or like five five bucks, I'll post next time when I grab boba. I will go. I will go into Daiso and buy one while I wait for them. While I wait for my water to be served. Yeah, yeah. And I'll we post should do that. To let you know how much it cost. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Hmm. It would be interesting to compare that with like a Pilot Metropolitan. 
Or yeah. no, no, I, I have I have a cocoon. Uh, uh, yeah, have a cocoon, right? Yeah, yeah. We, can, we can try coming to a cocoon and see how it goes. That'll be interesting. <laughs> yep. All right. I guess we can move on to the next topic. Um, this one is a little bit late, actually. We we we. Uh, yeah. There is there was a Pride Month Navalier yes. fountain pen. It's already sold out everywhere. Yes. I I is it, I like it's literally not on their website. It's also not on. It's sold out on other pens. Also sold out on other pens. So I I guess it's too late <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> We we'll just talk about the pen. The pen's material itself is called unicorn poop. <laughs> so of course, it's a you great can name. imagine is uh, is a uh, lighty glittered rainbow color, and that actually looks pretty nice. But Navalier does have release a um relatively also colorful pen on the new Voyage Vacation one. The Miami pen. Oh, I haven't seen this one yet. Why? Okay. As a... What's the word? As a non-colorblind person, Frank. Mm-hmm. Does the, does the Miami pen look less or more colorful than the unicorn poop one? A little bit more colorful. Okay, that's what I thought too. Yes, the Miami pen is a little more colorful. The unicorn poop one is a little bit muted. I and I wasn't sure if that was just me seeing that. I'm like, I would have expected the Pride Month pen to be like way brighter. Well, I mean, I think very bright color has been done so many times before. They just decided to go a little more subtle this time. Maybe. Around. I mean that. I mean yes, because the rainbow colored like swirl acrylic pen is everywhere yes like so everyone has guess, one yeah, everyone has one so they decide to do something different which is true and i can kind of get that i can kind of get behind that yeah, but, but i go ahead i don't know i i want more swirl <laughs> <laughs> i mean the miami one is pretty good and uh i think this is a, a more colorful substitute for it in terms mm -hmm. of the coloring if you want something similar and this one's not sold out. This one is yeah. uh, 180 dollars on the Navalier, and actually, I like this color scheme quite a bit too. So, by the way, just 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 to throw this in there, I was within five minutes of giving getting a a, a narwhal pen too. <laughs> really? What were you about to get? Uh, the one we talked about last time. Uh, which one is it? Uh, I saved it somewhere. We talked about it last week or last time. Last last time, um, the Horizon collection. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I was I was just about to pull a bullet, but then I was like, okay, no, I already got two recently. No, 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 let's <laughs> let's pull it back a little bit. Right. Well, uh, the next one is definitely a lot more spendy. Even though I don't think you're gonna spend the money on that. <laughs> I I've tapped out my 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 pen budget for the year, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've tapped out. So I, I'm not even sure I'd like to get it, to be honest. I'm not sure I like the uh, patterns. This is the M1000 Raiden Red Infinity 
for um, Pelican. Yes, I remember seeing this one. They did something similar, but they are mostly in stripes. Mm-hmm. Just in this one, they decided to do a checkered pattern. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I like the checkered pattern. I understand that that is... Um, it, that is pretty complex, right? Because they have to inlay the rod in... Yeah, because they have it to cut out all the... Work. <laughs> all the little patterns inside in, and fit it in, right? Like, that's... Yeah. Um, it has to be evenly spaced, too. Like, But... Yeah, that's not for me either. <laughs> I feel like they kind of like for the really long strips of Robin, you're supposed to just kind of showcase the email piece. The full of piece. Course, the full piece, the whole color transition of a Robin piece. And checkering it like that kind of feel abroad. Like something doesn't feel right. <laughs> if, if you get my drift. I mean, I have a, I have a cynical interpretation. It's like, oh, those are the leftover pieces from the long ones and they just put it somewhere. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure that's not, I'm pretty sure that's I'm not pretty sure why. It's not yet. Yes. Um, maybe that's how it feels to you, right? Um, it, it just from like a pure design thing, like I, I'm not a big fan of the checker pattern just to begin with. So mm-hmm. this doesn't appeal to me. I'm sure it'll appeal to someone, and and you know it looks great for them. Yeah, yeah. You know, Pelican tries a bunch of different stuff. Sometimes they hit it out of the park, like with an ocean swirl. Sometimes, you know, as long as they hit it out of the park and they never do it again, which is really <laughs> weird for for from a business perspective. But it just it yeah. is why it is. I would actually like to I should look like to 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 talk to some Pelican representative or if they were able to disclose like the process of them choosing certain releases. Because like you you yeah. would think that for how popular Ocean Sword is, they will try to capitalize on that. But they never really did after. Right. They could have I mean Ocean Sword was like what, 2019? Yeah, 2019, 2020. It's been a while. So they could have easily come back on market with a like an alternate version or like an improved swirl or just something different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there was a I'm I'm bringing up uh, watches. There, uh, Grand Seiko did a watch, not dissimilar from Ocean Swirl. They made the face of the watch look like the surface of a lake. Mm-hmm. That was a limited edition. I think there were only, I forget how many number, like let's say like 800 of them that they made. Limited edition. It just sold out and everyone loved it. And everyone was begging Grand Seiko to make another one. They eventually did because they capitalized on the opportunity. But the difference of this one is the original one had a gold emblem for Grand Seiko. Okay. The new version does not. It's silver. So the limited edition is still limited and is still special. Yeah, so that's a, that's a, I would say that's a very smart way to do things in terms of like give kind of caving into your customers by keeping the original, the original owner still happy in a sense. Yeah. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there's some people are sour about it, but I mean your your limited edition status <laughs> is not touched, at least in a sense is not touched, so. Mm. Yeah, just just make a small little change, make a little different, and then you can 
release another batch and maybe like quadruple the amount of offerings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't do it. I don't know what what Palkin's thinking sometimes, but hey, whatever it is, yeah. they they have they probably have their reasons. I heard is possibly due to the fact that the blank is just too difficult, too time consuming to make. But I'm. I mean, if they can as much as mine, they can just increase. I don't know, right? Yeah. They're charging $3,000 for this rotten one. I'm pretty sure they can just increase the price a little bit if they <laughs> if the manufacturing process costs a little bit more, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. You, you, it, it, there would be enough money to cover the increase of the price <laughs> if they really want to charge for it, but yeah, it is what it is. All right. Next one. Um, this is called Encora, right? The brand? Uh, Encora, yeah. That's okay. how I'm reading it. But yeah, we're not is... exactly the best at pronunciations here on this podcast, so <laughs> don't quote me on that. So this is the uh, Ancora online shop in Japan. So one of the first things I want to talk about is, holy crap, they found they have international shipping. Ooh. If you go to the uh, link I gave you, like literally the very first thing is on the bottom, it says available for international shipping <laughs> by World Shopping. <laughs> Yes. I am very thankful of that. Holy cow. Because I got so burned can... like three, four times using uh, forwarding if... services already. I wonder if that has anything to do with just the companies in Japan opening up to international sales and stuff because the comp the country opened up, right? Maybe. I'm not sure it has to do with the country opened up. I, I, I would say it just had to get with the time, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you want business, you have to open it up. Yeah, if you want more business, I, I want to say you want business. Yes, if you, if you want, want more, more business. business, right? But um, so you can buy this through their action, like just through their own shop without having a third party eating part of a cost and stuff, which is much better than using the initial forwarding services. And they do have a lot of different uh, special editions for mm -hmm. Pro Gears. Excuse me, for Sailor Pro Gears pens, and I think. Their special edition typically are just painted pro gears. Yeah. That has different um different coloring symbols. And they actually, if you are not keen on spending too much money, they actually have a lot of the special um I'm not sure color is right, special painted uh cartridge converters that they also sell. Yeah. But they are now all all sold out of stock. So uh, <laughs> it wasn't out of stock by the time I did this, but it's out of stock now. So unfortunately, that's <laughs> that's how it is for today's podcast, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, it just means that like they're sold out, but they'll come back into stock. They will come point, back. Right? A lot of them will come back. It comes in waves uh, from what I can tell. And uh, they releasing seasons as well. And whenever they're mm -hmm. releasing seasons, some converter comes back as well. So um, the, currently, they do have one pen for sale. There's like a... Uh, Oh man, I need to Google Translate this because I'm not sure what flower this is. Are you talking about the? I'm surprised that it doesn't auto translate this page for me. Oh, there it is. Are you talking about the second anniversary pen? No, 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 no. The second anniversary pen. That one sold out. Is it? End of sale. Ooh. End of sale. Yeah, that one sold out. The very left one, the thirty-two thousand yen, four hundred fifty. Uh. Google Translate tells me it's the Gypsophilia pen. Gypsophilia, okay. Not sure. 
Not a botanist. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just realized that the um, the name of the flower is actually matching the name on the ink cartridge itself. Mm. It's a set, by the way. They sell a set of ink to match the pen. Viridian is on yeah, the Viridian. ink. Viridian. I'm not sure. Is, is that the flower? Viridian is a color. Maybe that's also the name of a flower? Uh, let me see. Viridian flower selections. Viridian is a... No, it's a pigment. Okay. So it's not. I'm not sure what flower this is. Um, but it does look really nice. Like it, the, it is the painting really... on the pens is really nice. Yes. And I think the actual store, if you go to the store itself, they also sell like mixing ink and stuff. So um if you have time, if you if you like some flower designs on your fountain pens, I would I will give I will pay them a look. They all they all look really, really nice and recently available for sales from uh, USA. Because I remember checking it out a couple years ago and they were definitely not available f- directly from them, at least. Yeah, because the the flower uh, theming goes from the barrel to the cap to the 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 emblem on the cap and the etching on the nib as well has the same flower, which yes, is really the, nice. <laughs> the, the whole pen basically goes with the theme. Oh yeah, and, and the cartridge converter obviously, like yes. it all goes together, and it's really nice. And you have an ink to match it as well. <laughs> yes, and an ink to match. And an ink to match it, so. Um, the, I and, think that concludes the products I want to cover today. And wait, 3,200, 32,450 yen, right? hmm Which is $232 for the entire set? Yeah. Uh, USD. Um, that's pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah. Sense. For a set of pen. I mean, of course, it's, it's not cheap but this is a gold nib pen and everything else so yeah yeah um oh that's very nice the the uh the emblem on the website tells me exactly how much it approximately costs (laughs) 232 dollars okay um the question is because we got bit by trying to buy the pokemon uh sets is that the shipping is like a hundred percent of the price so we'd have to see what the shipping potentially could be. Well, let me see. Add to card. Proceed to card. Quantity one. United States next. International shipping calculator. Uh, they only have EF and broad available for that pen. <laughs> yeah, I just broad. Yeah. Oh, and you calculate the weight. Okay, one kilogram size. This packaging is what maybe 50 centimeter by 20 centimeter by 20 centimeter. Oh yeah, I have to go fifty-three dollars for shipping. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean that's the, that's reasonable international shipping for yeah. something like this. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, so twenty-three dollars plus uh, fifty-three dollars for shipping, and um, you can get the pen if you want. Yeah. <laughs> they do have a really beautiful uh, star one too. I'm not sure you mm. saw it. There is. I, uh, let me I see. may not have seen it. One, two, three. It is a third column, third roll down, black pen. Oh, I see it now. Oh, that's really cool. Right. This is sold out. This is or sold, not out. sold out. Oh, they they, uh. they are releasing limited editions, and once it's sold mm. out, I don't think it comes back. So. 
That's a shame. That looks yeah. really cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm not too much of a flowery oh. person, but I am pretty much a space person, so I like that one a lot. <laughs> the, the etching on the, pen, on the pen nib is great. Yep. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to keep our eye on this. Yeah, to see. Especially because it, we can buy a direct loan. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no third party uh, hassles that I had to go through. <laughs> All right. Okay. So before we go, I want to send you something. Mm -hmm. I'm going to send you a photo, and let me know when you see it. <laughs> <laughs> You bought the crafts, huh? <laughs> I not only bought the crabs, I have 40 of them. Wait, why? Oh, 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 okay. I guess we'll talk about it next time. Yeah, we'll talk about the next oh, we'll talk about it next time. But uh, it's I brought it up before, which I'm putting on a kind of an introductory fountain pen class for work for a group of us. Um and uh we wanted to do something special, and I shared this with uh, my friend, my coworker, and she was like, "Okay, let's just do it. Let's get them." And so, we bought forty of them, and everyone's going to get one of these little crab pen, uh, crab pen holders. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, okay. <laughs> I couldn't pass up the opportunity to just open all of them and just have them on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pretty fun pen holders for sure yeah i i will say they're not they're not great at holding pens <laughs> i don't think they were made to hold pens in the first place it just happens that people found out they can actually hold pens i think i think they're actually labeled as pen holders on amazon yeah um, that's probably after someone repurposed yes, them yes uh <laughs> So, because number one, they're they're very soft plastic. So to make sure that it balances properly to hold the pen, you kind of have to like, like you know, move it and shift it a little bit so that it like stabilizes. Okay. Um, but you know, after you do that, you know, I could make it pose with a pen for a little while, but I certainly wouldn't leave it there. Oh, is it? Wait, it have a, it has a chance of tipping over? Yeah. yeah oh wow. Okay. Yeah, because the claws are on the front end of the crab, right? Mm -hmm. And the rest of the body is on the back. So if you put a heavy pen on the crab claws, it has a tip over risk. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I said they're not they're not great at it. But you know, if you just want to post for some pictures, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> as long as being supervised. <laughs> But yeah, we can talk about this next episode. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. So talk about Actually, you know what? I think you should pick up the uh, possibly under $5 set from Dizel 2 to do a quick comparison as well. <laughs> I, I, I will. I will. We can talk about it next time. Yeah. All right. And uh, I guess, uh, well, I'll look forward for your uh, discovery with the, with the pen trials and everything. Yep. And uh, I'll see you next time, Collins. See ya.